Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. It's podcast time, Matt. Yes, it is. This is the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Non-emergent edition. That's right. We're taking our time on this one, although Matt's in a hurry because he has to go do things that he actually gets paid for. We will do our best to bleep all swears for comedy value and have the worst possible audio quality on a free podcast. Matt, there were three podcasts this week on the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. As we've the, come to expect. Yes, the first, of course, uh, was the uh, Russillo podcast. Uh, that dropped either late on Sunday night or early on Monday morning. That was two hours, nine minutes, and six seconds, titled Dame versus Russ. That's Dame versus Russ. Harden versus KD. The Boston Slam, Surly Press Conferences, and Throne Game with Ryan Russillo. At 12 seconds in, Bill begins his personal dichotomy between the use of verse and verses. Champion versus champion. At 43 seconds in, you hear a very distinct Simmons nose whistle. It'll look to unify the middleweight belts. There's a swallow at approximately one minute in during an ad for Lisa. We're also brought to you by Lisa. They know how. And as we always say, when you're getting paid to say something, you should try to say it correctly. Yes, you at, should. Matt, at one minute, 51 seconds, there's another swallow. The backup QB series, getting praise from none other than. And we don't get to Pearl Jam until three minutes and 55 seconds. At four minutes and 50 seconds, Dame versus Russ. Dame versus Russ. At five minutes and 30 seconds, Dame versus Russ. Dame versus Russ. Right before that, they talked about they were, they were going to do what they're now calling throne game or something like that. Yeah. Which I think Bill referred to as a mini tradition. This is the second time they have done it. A tradition unlike any other insofar as it's happened one other time. I do think it's appropriate, however, that in this podcast, unlike the ringer.com, which is the website that Simmons is either the founder of, the president of, the chairperson of, the uh, president of, or otherwise the head honcho of. On this podcast, he warns us at the beginning and then warns us right before he gets the throne game. There are spoilers in this. On the ringer.com, however, there is a very spoiler-centric headline. Still bitter. On what was the top story this morning. R.I.P. Very important character. So god irritating. Come on. At 6 minutes and 27 seconds, Bill just decides that whatever Ryan has to say is unimportant and begins talking heedless of the interruption he's just perpetrated against his guest. Unless Westbrook pushes for a trade or something, he's not making the finals with this OKC team. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. I so mean, yeah, Dame versus Russ, I think this was old school for me for a lot of reasons. At 7 minutes and 37 seconds, Bill corrects himself. Actually, what he does is incorrect himself. After correctly pronouncing the word this, he changes his pronunciation to these. By the end of this, by the end of this award season, he'll Followed approximately five seconds later by this or this throat noise or growl. Or LMBAs. He is appreciated. At nine minutes and 22 seconds, what sounds like a double swallow, Matt? Chip. Lillard's quiet about it. I think Westbrook's constantly looking for things to get pissed off about. Bill then uh, refers to, I think it's Russ Westbrook as being 
Agro. I'm not sure what that means. I'm not certain Bill really knows what it means. I assume he heard somebody young say it. Probably in a Mountain Dew ad. Yeah, I think it's like a short version of aggressive, and it means Matt, like... Don't, don't perpetrate like you don't know what aggro means. Well, I had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Why does Bill say this? Is he trying to act cool? He's probably trying to impress Cousin Kyle. He says it later. It's like his new thing. He said it in a couple podcasts since then. 15 minutes and 33 seconds in, Bill discusses bacon being made on the grill. <laughs> yes. He says you shouldn't he shouldn't disappear when the bacon is being made on the grill. I think he's talking about I don't even know, maybe Steph Curry. I can't remember who he's talking about. Curry can disappear, but I think when the bacon is being being made on the on the grill. Well the the point is this. Bacon isn't made on a grill. No, it's not. Now, I've I guess you bacon, could. I've made bacon on a campfire before by wrapping around a stick. Very delicious. Adds to the smoky flavor. Bill clearly has someone who, who cooks for him. <laughs> or he only orders out or gets Grubhub or whatever. But Bill simply is at a disconnect both from his cliches and from his cured meat preparations. <laughs> There's also a part right before that where Bill is talking about Dame Lillard. And he says he's been really great and he kept them in the series. In fact... Damon Lillard had had two games where he was not very good and shot a really poor percentage. Rosilla then points that out and says, well, actually, he wasn't good in two games. And Bill says, well, he showed up at the most important part. <laughs> Please do not let facts distract <laughs> me from my larger point. At 17 minutes and 46 seconds, what sounds like a hybrid between verse and verses. Those two verse CJ McCollum and Dame Lillard. Followed 20 seconds later. He really struggles with that one. He struggles with a lot. For a guy who talks for a living, I think he holds himself out as a journalist, but he doesn't write and he doesn't file stories. He just talks about stuff. Yeah. He's a journalist who does not do any investigation uh, or truly like uh, news or fact-finding interviews. He just talks about things. At best, and I, I say this with all due respect, because he's much richer and more famous <laughs> and more powerful than than I am, Matt. I can't speak for you. He's yes, just a guy yes, who talks about things. Yes. At 18 minutes and 46 seconds, he tries to say, go, and it's two syllables. <laughs> so to go back to your Westbrook point. To go back. Going back to our larger point about his relative wealth compared to ours. At 20 minutes and 31 seconds, he discusses how Stephen Adams makes a big price. He makes a big price. A big price, also what is required to purchase a bacon grill. At 21 minutes and 20 seconds, there's a swallow as Bill discusses his need to bump Stephen Adams out of the top 55 trade value. That's a no bump him out of the top 55 trade value. I don't think he's in there anymore. Bill tries to pretend that he has this living document <laughs> of NBA player trade values. Maybe he just updates it at home on a spreadsheet and he has to move Stephen Adams around. <laughs> Why would he do that if he wasn't going to publish it? <laughs> well, I guess the, the same question could be asked. Why do you do the Bill Simmons podcast <laughs> podcast when no one can hear it? I think it's like a Zen cone. Is it a podcast if no one hears it? It's real to me, damn it. At 25 minutes and 47 seconds, Bill talks about how current Golden State Warriors GM Bob Myers is the front runner for the Los Angeles Lakers opening for general manager. Russillo certainly considers Myers to be the favorite from his perspective. It's like they haven't hired a GM, so they must be targeting someone who's still playing who's the best. Yes, must be Bob Myers. Yeah. So what... Bill then says is, it feels like the Golden State thing is reaching the end of some finish line. It feels like that Golden State thing is reaching the end of some finish line. <laughs> Bill, who knows nothing about food, also appears to know nothing about how finish lines work. <laughs> I, I don't think what you do is get from one end of the finish line to the other. In my understanding of, of races, Matt, what you try to do is be the first one to cross a finish line. Yes, there's only one. You want to get there first. Yes, and, and the length of the finish line 
or the end of the finish line doesn't make any doesn't matter. sense. No. <laughs> Sorry. At 30 minutes and 20 seconds, there's an ad for Bud Light that lasts until 31 minutes and 15 seconds. It's actually, a, during the ad, there's a discussion about how Cousin Kyle has stopped jeweling during podcasts. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> he stopped jeweling during the podcast. I really appreciated it. How much do you think Cousin Kyle makes? <laughs> Nephew Kyle. He said in a, a podcast, it might have been the one today, or the one that was posted last night, that he has a roommate who asked him if he got a raise because there was a lot of mayonnaise in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, which makes me think, not that much money. A real splurge <laughs> condiment yeah. mayonnaise. Is he earning as much as he makes? Because he's right. He's vaping during <laughs> podcasts. We learn later he's not paying attention during podcasts. This is great when he's like, Bill is like, I finally got this kid to stop smoking <laughs> while we're doing this podcast by the way wouldn't that be a great job what do you do oh i'm a podcast producer for a podcasting network oh what does that mean i just show up do you have to do anything i actually don't do anything at all i just have to be present well you probably have to like listen right nope well do you have to just you know sit there and, and act like you're listening no well you can't do the things you like right oh no they let me smoke <laughs> i just straight off from the beginning to the end well you must have to do every single one no there's another guy that does a lot of them what is he getting paid for? I bet he just gets free sweatshirts. Yeah. During the same ad, and this is something that a good producer would pick up on, Bill manages to advise all of his listeners to drink responsibility. Cheers to Bud Light. <laughs> Reminding you to enjoy responsibility. <laughs> I do, yes. Somehow, he has not picked up on the fact that every ad for every product that contains alcohol in the last two decades has urged people to drink responsibly. Yes. That is to be responsible when they drink. Bill does not notice, nor do any of his employees notice, that he has advised us not to drink with responsibility, but apparently to consume the product responsibility now with Retson. There's then a conversation where Russillo makes a joke about Barry Trammell, who is a reporter for an Oklahoma newspaper who is consistently frozen out by Russ Westbrook. Who always because responds, Russ Westbrook seems like an asshole. He does seem like yeah. a, just an unpleasant asshole. And I don't mind the whole warrior mentality. I mean, we've always, as a culture, lauded people who put aside things like social niceties in order to get ahead. But he seems like he goes out of his way to be an asshole. Yeah. This whole line of conversation, which goes on for like a half hour about whether players should be required to talk to the press and whether th these stupid little press conferences or press junkets are, are even important, is like a half hour long. This podcast is two hours and yeah. two minutes long. And it's about recapping the NBA playoff weekend. Stop! This is too much. We don't care that much about all this. Matt complaining about free food at the <laughs> podcast buffet. Stop giving me free stuff. Please, Bill. Actually, I think Bill says this. If you interviewed me every day for three months, I'd probably say three dumb things. Probably? <laughs> three? <laughs> Although I do like Rosillo. He's definitely coming out ahead on, yeah. on all his podcasts, at least when compared to the podfather. Bill seems to think it's bull that Russ gives bad answers to questions but also thinks it's bad that reporters ask questions. He has managed to stake out opposing ends of the same argument. I think his point is this. Why, if there are news conferences after games, do there need to be individual questions asked by reporters? Well, if he were a reporter, or if he spoke to any of the reporters who work for him, they could probably tell him every single reporter there is not filing a story on the game that just occurred. Some of them are doing things like patterns, uh, trends, things they've noticed that have evolved that don't necessarily have anything to do with that game in particular unless there was evidence of whatever they're exploring from that recent game. And so what they want to do is follow up on it. Bill seems to think that that is of no moment, even doesn't though he, he employs people who do that. Yeah, doesn't care. At 46 minutes and 37 seconds, Bill swallows. Bro is hoping for 
we've had we at 54 minutes and 45 seconds we're not halfway through the first podcast of the week yet matt there's a discussion about how russillo came over to bill's house to watch game of thrones watch nba and do a podcast and bill gave him leftovers <laughs> this has got to be a write-off he's giving away leftovers does is there some kind of tax savings on the food that you give your employee I, it just blew me away he does want to make sure we know he was delicious steak and russillo does agree Cooked all the way through. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they, they talk about how they had to reheat it, and therefore it's now basically, at best, medium well. Yes. It's none of this sushimi steak. <laughs> at 54 minutes and 40 seconds, there's an ad for Ringer Podcast. After the ad for the Ringer Podcast, there's another ad for Ringer Podcasts that are not on the Ringer Podcast Network. This is part of the Luminary Premium promotion that the Ringer is doing, where the 1999 podcast series will end up airing on another platform, Luminary Premium. You apparently have to pay for it. Got some uh, bad press when it first started. Basically, they were routing all the podcast. I'm going to mess this up, but like they were routing all the requests through their server, and so then the data that the podcasters were collecting is basically useless because it's all coming from Luminary servers as opposed to being able to say, like, we're getting X amount of listeners from this area oh, or this demographic, is- traffic data. And uh, it was a whole big thing, and a bunch of people pulled their podcasts. The Ringer is essentially a podcast network that has some related text-based stories on the web. And I like the text-based stories. I I think some of them are quite good, and some of them are insightful, and some of them, who cares, but it's free. It's a business model that is based on selling ads. And so what this partnership has done, which has to be simply a cash grab, is unload one of the most popular products, which is a podcast, away from the advertiser-supported business model onto another business model. I read, I think it was somebody at The Ringer, not Bill, but somebody else involved in like the uh, actual management of it and not all these 25-year-old kids who write for them, that they basically are hedging their bets in the event that advertisers ever start asking for data about how many people just skip through the ads and it becomes like we can't sell any ads anymore because nobody thinks they're that valuable, they would have to move to something like this where you subscribe to a podcast provider network and then get your podcast through that. And so it's basically they're just like, we want to try something on here in case it ever comes to this. Maybe that explains the brutal State Farm ad on the second episode of the week. (laughs) There are some weird advertisers now. We'll get to that. the Bill Simmons podcast. In a little bit. None for the Bill Simmons podcast. Podcast. None yet. available. That's right. Lawn services, plumbers, <laughs> podiatrists, hook us up, boys or girls. Bill promotes his uh, upcoming appearance on the NBA podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, and that does not appear on that. <laughs> He's really good at this. At fifty-eight, fifty-three, what sounds like a snort inhale. Talk about that. Um, at one hour, two minutes, and 17 seconds, I wrote down, hidden swallow. When he was just attacking. <laughs> at one hour, two minutes, and 33 seconds, a swallow. And I, and I think, you know. Which probably confirms the hidden swallow was an actual swallow. At one hour, 14 minutes and 29 seconds, a swallow. Game is drive attack or pull up three. And he's just like attack, attack, attack. It's just tough because I really. At one hour, 18 minutes and 53 seconds, Rusillo brags about people who do homework on the NBA, who rewatch games to try to pick up on play calls or trends, things like that. The example he gives are people who shade on screens. Just running through how they shade the screen. And 20 seconds later, Bill ad-libbing makes the same damn joke. The way Jared Allen was shading on the high screens. Not only that, so when Rosillo makes the joke, he does it in like a, I don't know what the voice is. But nerdy some Twitter sort of, person. Yeah, we'll call it nerdy Twitter poison. Per- poison. 
I, that's what I called it, man. Right, that's, well, that's what we'll call it. For the first yeah, easy for you to say. Anyway, when Bill makes the joke, not only does he make the same joke, he uses the voice. Joke theft. They also both, at that point, try and do like a New England accent. <laughs> they are from New England, <laughs> and they can't do this right. At one hour, 19 minutes, and 21 seconds, someone possibly purrs. Watch him on horns. One hour, 25, 10, swallow. You knew Boston, Indiana was over after two games. One hour, 26, and 42 seconds. I think Ryan burps. Number four guy was Kawhi, and his number five guy was Harden. And at one hour, 31 minutes, and 10 seconds, there's a conversation where Bill asks Daryl Morey how the other players regard Harding. I was like, how are the other players regard Harding? Presumably, he means 29th president of the United States, Warren G. Harding. Or Tanya Harding. Well, Matt, I do not have... Tanya Harding material prepared, <laughs> but I do have Warren G. Harding material prepared. 133.01, swallow. For readers said, uh, Mark from Madison. At one hour, 35 minutes and 14 seconds, Bill earns the Joe Bluth MVP of the week for the inability to speak English. Maybe he ratcheted up a minute. Who, did, who knows? Maybe, maybe he stepped up a level. So should, 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 should. Bill then blames himself for his own thoughts. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't think of it. Uh, I blame myself. At one hour, 41 minutes and 37 seconds, despite Bill's feelings about his own thoughts, he still manages to show that his thoughts are more important than Ryan's by interrupting him. Yeah, well, I don't know about the Coke part, but... Um, Wait, the, I have a couple more questions for you. At one hour, 43 minutes and 45 seconds, during a discussion about Rusillo's four-year-long leg crack, we get a snort laugh, followed at 146.11 by a swallow. It's just the pain The pain hasn't stopped. <laughs> Can I ask you this question? Because this happened to me last week. I was playing golf. I brought my daughter because she likes driving the cart. Bill then tells a story about how he meets people on the golf course. <laughs> this is the greatest story. This is like the most Bill Simmons story. And he's, he's nervous about telling these people that they may know him from TV, either for his NBA show or for his HBO show. Now, I went back and looked. There were 17 episodes of Any Given Wednesday. But he thinks it's possible they saw him on, on his HBO show. When he's telling that story, he says the people in front of him wave him up and say, let's play together. They then seem to know him. And he says, I never know if you should point your, like, acknowledge who you are because then you seem like an asshole. Then he does it. Yes. <laughs> but let me acknowledge to you, the listening audience. No, but then he tells the guy, am. he tells the story. He says, I told them who I was. <laughs> yeah, I was on TV. <laughs> at 151.27, another snort laugh. <laughs> and the events. At 151.58, Simmons again tries to joke top Russillo. There's a discussion about Brand seeing Jamie Searcy. And Bill says, uh, after Russillo says, you shouldn't have been there. You shouldn't have been there. Your mom said, stop climbing. Yeah, <laughs> you shouldn't have been up there. This is him joke-topping by repeating the same joke back to Russillo. Great. Russillo, in Bill's defense, is not perfect because Russillo cannot pronounce Daenerys, as in Daenerys Targaryen. He keeps adding an extra syllable, Daenerys. Probably he's one of those guys who pronounces mischievous, mischievous. <laughs> At 157.36, a snort. <laughs> so. At 202.31, Cousin Kyle and Ryan Russillo have a conversation about montage. Like 20 minutes of that could have been a montage, I think. 20 minutes of today's Montage, no, li no lines, 80s, 80s movie style yeah, where people are cleaning. Yeah, start they start know. painting the house. Exactly. And then about 30 seconds later, Bill makes a montage <laughs> joke. This stuff. like a montage. <laughs> I just don't understand it. The guy seems to have no <laughs> concept of self whatsoever. At two hours, six minutes and 47 seconds, 
BillSimmonsSwallows.com slash BS. If you missed the rewatch. The last ad, it's an ad for Luminary, where Simmons says, subscribe to Luminary. Go to Luminary and follow the instructions I said before. Okay. <laughs> well, if you didn't hear him, guess you're just out of luck. It would be great to know how much he's getting paid to say nothing. <laughs> it's meant to be a promotion, but don't feel like he's actually promoting anything. And at the end of the show, the first episode of the week, after having promoted appearing on the NBA podcast, which he doesn't, he tells people he'll show up on the NFL show this week and then doesn't. <laughs> the second episode was Ralph Macchio on The Karate Kid and Cobra Kai, plus Michael Lewis on Moneyball and Sports Parents, April 24th of this year. It was one hour, 57 minutes and seven seconds. Pearl Jam starts at three minutes and 20 seconds into the podcast. Prior to that, at two minutes and 23 seconds in, Bill talks up the rewatchables on Luminary. At this point, he talks about it being 14 episodes and a special. Basically 14 1999 movies plus a, a special episode. He's previously talked about it being 15 episodes or 10 episodes plus four episodes plus a special. And later on the third episode of the week, the Desus and Mero and Bill's Dad podcast, he talks about it being 10 episodes. Not only can he not promote the joint venture accurately, he doesn't know what the joint venture is. The Rewatchables, of course, as it appears on Luminary, is a series of podcasts about movies that debuted in 1999. And Bill points out that 2019 is the 20th anniversary of the year 1999. Of course. And, you know, it's the 20th anniversary of 1999. This is not how anniversaries work. <laughs> We do not celebrate the anniversaries <laughs> of, of year. years. Just think, Matt, in only six or seven months, it'll be the 20th anniversary of the year 2000. <laughs> what should we do for it? Ralph Macchio seems like a nice guy. He seems fun. He seems interested. He seems like he's definitely promoting Cobra Kai, yeah. uh, from which he makes money. But he still seems pretty affable and, and game. He has a weird habit of breathing over his front teeth. It's a weird F inhale. And it sounds something like this. Or this. Matt, it sounds a little bit like this. Matt, here's an example. Would you like to hear another one, Matt? Please. How about this? Or this? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Of all these characters. Machio makes a joke about his appearance on Eight is Enough, and then how when he became a part of the show, it was nine was too many. No, I was nine was too many. They studied, they studied the Scott Baio. Bill Simmons no-sells the joke. Doesn't even give courtesy laughter like you're doing right now, Matt. They talk over each other a lot in the beginning of this podcast, too. Like, they, Bill seems unable to control the direction of the podcast, and there's just, like, there are points when you cannot hear either one, what either one of them is saying. I will note that in Bill's favor, because he talks less, you don't hear him swallow quite as much. So maybe that's, that's good. true. Yeah, there weren't a lot of swallows in this one. However, at 25 minutes and 50 seconds, a swallow. Watching... Right. Watching that Kings. He, Bill then says uh, that he is shocked that he did not know Karate Kid 2 was filmed in Hawaii. Then he says he probably didn't know and forgot. Yeah. Bill cannot <laughs> handle the fact that he, so he creates an alternate history. At 42 minutes and 10 seconds, Bill Simmons swallows. With no Centineo. It's called like the perfect date, something like that. And at 49 minutes and 7 seconds, Kyle is not paying attention. What happened, Kyle? Like Magic Johnson? There's some Magic Johnson stuff, right? Something weird happened. I'm sorry, I was reading an email. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It wasn't a text, though. It was an email. Kyle's the best. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I suck. Bill can't remember who they bumped from the podcast two weeks ago. It was Michael Lewis. It had just happened when he asked Kyle. Kyle, not paying attention. <laughs> Kyle is not paying attention to something that Bill should have known but didn't. 
Michael Lewis is great. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fantastic guest. He's a fun guy. He's super knowledgeable. He's very smart. I think he went to Princeton. He's got a pretty cool podcast, which I've enjoyed listening to. I think the first four episodes is about the concept of referees in American society and this sort of growing disdain for people who are uh, sort of decision makers uh, or arbitrators in the culture. He has done some pretty cool movies. He's done some great books. On the negative side of the ledger, <laughs> he pronounces the word rather, rather. Yeah. I'd rather watch a baseball game. And- it's bad. It's a weird received pronunciation. Is that what it is? It's like he becomes British only for that word. Or like he's appearing with uh, Kate Hepburn in the 1940s. Yes. At first, I was hoping it was a, a misspeak or he was going to correct himself. But no, he says it over. She would rather do anything than spend an hour with me. And over. Then I thought, actually, I'd rather watch my kid play softball. And over. Rather than what the scouts think. To the point where I was rather disappointed. <laughs> At 57 minutes and 30 seconds, Bill says, it's becomes. <laughs> It's becomes... There's an ad at one hour, 30 minutes, and four seconds for Simply Safe. During that ad, Bill says, it'll even works if a burglar smashes your keyboard because Bill does not understand how computers work. <laughs> it's like when my mom used to ask about turning over DVDs so you can play the other side. At one hour, 16 minutes, and 42 seconds, Bill, appearing on the Bill Simmons podcast, discusses society becoming more narcissistic. Especially as our society becomes more narcissistic. <laughs> I wonder if the people who saw him on the golf course and recognized him from his HBO show also agree that it's become more narcissistic. It was this particular topic of conversation was very meta. Yes. Or on the Desus and Marrow podcast, when he talks about how embarrassing it is when people come up and want to take a picture with you, but they're not sure how to work their camera. I wonder if that's what he means by narcissism. It's hard to tell. Maybe we should ask him. The only other criticism I have of Michael Lewis is his laugh. At one hour, 46 minutes and 20 seconds, Michael Lewis unleashes this terrifying specter of humor. Picks these topics. I'm just like, get so jealous. How does he, how does he know that? How does he know that was a, how did he know to write about this? It just makes me so mad. So he was always topic competitive with you. (laughs) Uh, But uh, tell me about this podcast you're doing. The only thing more terrifying than Michael Lewis's laugh is Michael Lewis's laugh slowed down. (laughs) <laughs> how, does he, how does he know that? How does he know that was a, it just makes me so mad. So he was always topic. <laughs> uh, but uh, tell me about this podcast you're doing. And at one hour, 53 minutes and 38 seconds, the without a question, most irritating ad that I have ever heard on a Bill Simmons podcast. It's the two agents from State Farm in what masquerades initially as actual content and then devolves into some bizarre skit <laughs> where that one dickhead pretends he gives a shit about being Aaron Rodgers' agent, and then the other guy, who sounds like a Muppet and may actually be a real agent in real life, yes. appears <laughs> in this bizarre ad. And Aaron Rodgers never even appears. It's even very though at first strange. I thought he was going to. I don't to. know why they, why do they, why is this ad on the Bill Simmons podcast? Who is, is he targeting with this? It made me want to not buy State Farm. <laughs> I don't have as much on the final episode. Uh, it's about John Havlicek, who recently passed away. Boston Celtics, great. Bill's dad appears. You don't like his dad. It's not that I don't like his dad. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't want to hear him talk that much. Also, there's one point where Bill is talking about the Bruins, and his dad is talking about the Bruins, and I am almost positive that they are talking about two different games, that Bill's dad is talking about game one of the second round series, and Bill is talking about game seven of the first round series. Also. There's too much Patriots. I don't want to hear that much much past stuff. It really bothers me. It's not that I like, I mean, I hate the Patriots. 
but I can deal with it. It's just, it's too much. We get it, Bill. You're a big Boston sports fan. We all aren't. He talks about the Giants and tells his dad they either took or stole two of our Super Bowls. F*** you! They beat you! <laughs> did the uh, Patriots ever play the Eagles at a Super Bowl match? They did. We also beat them. We? we. <laughs> Me, a member of the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Show him the ring on the podcast. <laughs> oh, also, he tells his dad uh, last episode, or two or three episodes, when he's talking about the Masters with House, and he says... My dad was in an away in an undisclosed location that he won't. And then suddenly he's just like, by the way, it was Cuba and doesn't care that anybody knows. What the, the hell? Why was this secret? He was worried that people were going to know his dad was in Cuba when his dad was in Cuba. How many of these listeners are in <laughs> Cuba? And they were going to go. They were going to go bother Bill Sr. over his mojito and his, uh, you know, big Cohiba. But now that Bill Sr. is back, it's safe. Really weird. Here's the thing that irritated me during the uh, remembrance section or the memorial section for John Havlicek, Bill talks about how he's at least in the top 15 NBA player of all time. Now, I can't really speak to that because I don't know who the top 15 NBA players of all time are. But Bill has gone on the record to discuss and to put in print who his top 15 were. In 2010, when the Book of Basketball was published, author Bill Simmons, Simmons had Havlicek ranked 14th. Notably, LeBron James was ranked 20th at that time. Kevin Durant was not on the list anywhere. Stephen Curry was not on the list anywhere. James Harden was not on the list anywhere. Neither was James Harding. And <laughs> or Warren Harding. <laughs> or Tanya Harding. You, you think we should regulate the list. <laughs> Giannis Antetokounmpo was not on the list. We could probably name two or three other people that Bill has at various... Kyrie, yeah. not on the list, who Bill has said are in the top 15. At this point, by my math, even giving a generous roundup to Havlicek's position, I think he's got to be at least 20. Yeah, I agree. But Bill exaggerates, not knowing his own history, this is a retcon. He retroactively changes continuity on his own list. Who's Havlicek leaping in front of? Go back to the 55-member trade value spreadsheet, <laughs> and then the, the apparently active spreadsheet on <laughs> player ratings. all the time. I have two more notes about things Bill Simmons f***ed up. One was, he referred to someone as having plantar flashitis. Basically, flash and then itis. Not the right way to say it. It's when you show someone your warts and they're not expecting it, <laughs> yes. possibly by opening a dirty raincoat. Then finally, he talks about how they are recording this before the draft. And they will make sure to put it up before the draft occurs. They do not. Yeah, fail. <laughs> Three promotions failed. Also, it is great how he talks about the Giants taking uh, Daniel Jones, the quarterback from yeah, Duke. Yeah, and then they did it. <laughs> and Jesus and Marrow. Uh, by the way, I think they're great guys. I think Deez is more funny than Marrow. They both would be irritated if the Giants took Daniel Jones with number 21, and instead they take him with six. Oh, it was great. This has been the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. A beeped swearing, poorly recorded, low-quality audio, free product from our hearts to yours. All right, Pete. <laughs> My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, tell me about this podcast you're doing.